0: Good evening everyone, Craig Wessels here from a yank on the footy and I normally would have held on to this until my next regular episode, but after the way things went today for me this morning, I feel as though I need to issue a mea culpa. I was wrong, I was completely wrong and guess what? I am thrilled that I was wrong. For those of you who listened to episode 32, and hopefully you'll go back and listen to it if you haven't yet, I uh, gave my tips for the games for this week. And for those of you who don't know, I am a cat supporter. And I was very concerned about this game because the Lions had been playing so well recently. They had just thumped Port Adelaide last week. They were scoring at a very fast pace, and the Cats had a lot of things going on that could be possibly construed to be negatives, things that could be working against them. They just came off of a significantly huge game with Gary Ablett's 350th and Joel Selwood's 300th game, and they were leaving town for who the hell knows how long at least a month, possibly longer, probably longer. So I looked at this as being a possible trap game or an opportunity where the cats may not play up to their potential. And I tipped the Lions to win by 12 points. And I was wrong. Now, I said during the episode that came out on tuesday i hope that i'm wrong so i'm thrilled that i'm wrong so i hope that i go eight and one of on my tips this week which who the heck knows i'm not very good at this as you can tell because i'm doing this episode but this was a very enjoyable game to watch today so cat supporters i apologize for not having faith in our club i should have and I feel bad about it. But hopefully you understand why I made the, uh, the, the tip that I did. But I should have deferred to the professionalism and experience of this club, realizing that they were not going to let themselves fall apart in this type of a situation on a grand scale like this actually getting an opportunity to play in front of fans for the first time this year. So, yeah, there were some great things that went on today. Tom Hawkins had a fantastic game. Sam Menegola, love how quickly he gets his boot to the ball and gets it out of his hands. Darcy Fort is becoming a more and more reliable ruck every week. He had 16 hitouts today. He had five clearances. He was very competitive against Stephen Martin. You know, and I have to say that I was uh, beyond impressed with the efforts of Sam Simpson. And Of course, this was only his seventh game with the senior team. And I think Sam Simpson went ahead and uh, he didn't pencil his name into the lineup for next week. He went ahead and got a piece of marble and a chisel and a hammer and etched his name into that piece of marble for next week. So I fully expect to see Sam Simpson's name listed in the 22 when they go to Perth for next week to play the Magpies. Especially on, I believe, a short week, a short turnaround. They're, uh, they're back at it fairly quickly, if I'm not mistaken. But Sam Simpson had a, a fantastic game. He had 27 disposals. He had 12 kicks. He scored 102 fantasy points. He had 6 marks and, and 5 uh, tackles as well. And 15 handballs. A dynamic game. Was anybody expecting Sam Simpson to have that kind of game? Well, I have to say I'm pretty thrilled that I put him on my fantasy team this week to replace Matt Rowell, but uh, I didn't think that was going to happen. But like I said, I I am thrilled that I'm wrong about this because uh, the uh, the club never fails to surprise me. And I lost faith a little bit, and I shouldn't have. I was trying to be pragmatic. I was trying to be a realist with this. You know, the, the Lions still outscored the Cats by, you know, in three of the four quarters. But the Cats outscored them in the third by a massive amount. Seven goals, three to, to one behind. That was something that the Lions were not able to recover from. So I'm, I'm ecstatic I mean, it's only 922 in the morning here in Ohio. And the temperatures are supposed to be up around 100 degrees Fahrenheit today. So not a whole lot going to be going on working out in the garden today. But I'm I'm raring to go for the rest of the day now because this got me excited. I was thinking to myself that I was going to end up having a rather lousy day. And, you know, you you look at the first quarter. And I thought I was unfortunately being prophetic We're down two rotations halfway through the first quarter. Quentin Narkel goes down. Mitch Duncan goes down. Two important pieces to this club's expectations in this game and in hopes of having success in this game. So watching that, and they got out to a little bit of a lead, but then they they lost it, and they found themselves in a significant hole. I thought to myself unfortunately, my tip was going to be right. Now, I didn't uh, I didn't give up on them and go and post online and, and say, oh, woe is us. We're terrible. We've lost, that sort of thing. But I'm so proud of the way they fought back and battled through that, knowing that they had to work through having only two players on the bench as opposed to having the the requisite four or the ordinary four. So this was, this was a, a great effort by the entire club today. So, you know, cat supporters, you should be impressed because I'm impressed. I am, uh, I'm happy to be wrong. Okay. So this was a, uh, this was something I felt I needed to put out there as a mea culpa to say, yep, I screwed up. I was wrong. I made a mistake. And, uh, You know, Cat supporters, don't be too angry with me. Like I said, I hope that you understand why I uh, tipped them the way that I did today because uh, I really thought this was going to be an opportunity for Brisbane to put a game between the two clubs on the ladder. But I'm so glad I was wrong. So, you know, fortunately for the Cats, it sounds as though they brought the entire list with them when they left Victoria. And it kind of makes sense that they did that because, you know, the situation is a little different now than it was when many teams were getting ready to leave because there wasn't a lockdown. So any player that was going to be coming out of the, uh, the state of Victoria, if, if I'm reading this correctly, they would have been quarantined for 14 days before they would have been able to participate. So if they had had themselves a rash of injuries, which, knock on wood, let's hope that doesn't happen, this is a, uh, this would have been a bit of a problem for them to, to find healthy bodies that were able to contribute. So, you know, who, who knows? You know, maybe Narkel, maybe Duncan are held out next week. Like I said, I think uh, Sam Sensen is definitely going to be in the lineup. Maybe Tom Atkins is healthy next week. Maybe Jack Stevens is healthy next week. Who knows? Maybe we actually see for the first time in a couple of seasons, maybe the Kakatu makes an appearance. You know, what uh, Chris Scott said in his uh, post-match press conference was that he he was referencing the fact that there are lots of players that are right on that periphery, right on that edge of... Cracking into the lineup, and as he said, through no fault of their own, they can't get into the 22. It's really close, but they can't crack their way in there. Again, you've got, you know, you've got two Hall of Famers in your midfield. So you're certainly not going to be replacing them until they want to be replaced. You've got another Hall of Famer and a possible Hall of Famer playing up forward for you. So there are spots that unless those players are being managed and they're being given a week off, there are only limited opportunities and spots in the lineup for some of these youngsters to uh, to find their way in. So who knows? Maybe we're going to see some of these players work their way into the lineup. Okay, I, you know, again. I wanted to come out and issue this mea culpa today before it got to be too late. I know it's about 11.30 p.m. in Melbourne right now, so I'm going to go ahead and get this published here in just a second. But uh, I wanted to to go ahead and say this, and I'm just going to go ahead and say right now, um, I will not be tipping the magpies next week. I can guarantee you that. Okay? I can guarantee you I will not be tipping the magpies enjoy the rest of the weekend of footy there's some great games that are going to be out there looking forward to watching as many of them as i possibly can and getting back with you uh for another episode here hopefully this weekend i've got uh some good interviews lined up i'm chomping at the bit to sit down and do those so i hope you'll uh you'll tune in i hope you'll consider sharing the podcast with your friends remember you can reach me at yank underscore on on twitter so if you feel like you need to give me some grief on twitter about my not choosing the cats i'll take it you can put it out there in the public forum i'm going to be posting a link to this uh little mini episode here on twitter so people will be able to hear it but if you want to send your cats friends to twitter so they can yell at me about it i fully understand i can take the heat okay uh but uh you can also reach me at a yank at gmail.com and at a yank on the Footy on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And hopefully you cannot hear my dogs barking in the background as my daughter's getting ready to leave to go to work. But she doesn't stop barking ever. So great game today. Congratulations, cats. Very happy about it. And I'm thrilled that I was wrong. Ladies and gents. I appreciate you listening. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. May your dribble kick never, ever hit the post. I'll catch you later.